Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie set out on July 2nd for a road trip across country. They were going to end up in Portland, Oregon, and they had taken their makeshift recreational vehicle that they made from a cargo van, and it looked great. It was perfectly Instagrammed out and pretty adorable, and Gabby was planning on blogging about their trip. On August 12th in Moab City, Utah, it's readily available online, the body cam footage of the two of them being pulled over after some bystanders observed an altercation between the two of them. The police determined that Gabby was the one who was the aggressor in the situation. Brian did have lots of scratches and marks all over him. He had been hit. And Gabby admitted it. She said that she has OCD, gets really upset, and she said in her words that Brian really stresses her out. They sent Brian to a shelter for the evening, and Gabby, they gave her the keys to her van. They had a temporary of order protection between the two of them required by law, and they would be able to meet up again and have that order of protection canceled the next day. Gabby was last known to be in Grand Teton in Wyoming in Yellowstone National Park. Her last communication with her family was on August 30th when she sent a text saying that the reception in Yosemite was poor. A text to that effect. Her mother immediately read the text and said, I don't think that's from Gabby. I don't think Gabby sent that text. September the 1st, Brian Laundrie heads back to his home base in Florida. And he went there alone without Gabby, just himself back to his parents' house with the van and no Gabby. Gabby being on the road a lot, she did keep in regular communication with her family, but there would be days that would go by that she would not be in touch. They were in remote locations, camping, hiking, different things. But she was in regular enough communication with them that when they did not hear from her by September 11th, they reported her missing. When the police went to Brian Laundrie's parents' home in Florida, they were handed a note saying, this is how you can get in touch with Brian's attorney. Brian immediately got his attorney involved before speaking with anyone and still has not spoken with anyone. And sadly, we now know that Gabby's remains have been found in Wyoming because of the fact that Brian wouldn't speak to the police or help in the investigation at all. He quickly became a person of interest and also because he was the last person to be seen with Gabby. The police had a lot of questions. He could help. He could shed light. And he wouldn't speak. Just gave the attorneys information. That seems to always look suspicious to people. But would there be any other way to do it if you're Brian? Well, he's actually taking the course of action that every defense attorney would likely give him, which is do not talk to the police, 
Do not share any information. Speak through your attorney. Have your attorney present at any interaction with the police. This is, while seemingly to the public, a really bad approach of just admit it, you've done it. No, you have a right to a fair process, to a full and thorough investigation, and there is zero requirement for him to cooperate, whether he's guilty or not. And at this point, they say he's just a person of interest, not a suspect. So the police have not exercised their rights to bring him in yet for questioning. And look, again, this is one of those times where basically every defense attorney is going to tell you, you don't talk to the cops. You let the attorney run interference and you don't communicate at all, even if you're not guilty. Because there have been many incidents over the years where innocent people found out much later are convicted of crimes they did not commit. So you can say things that will turn into something that the police and the prosecutors can use and wrongfully convict you. So that is why defense attorneys will say, don't talk to the police. And one last note on that, as I understand it, the boyfriend here hasn't been seen since Tuesday the 14th and has been missing in some area of Florida. The police and the FBI announced that they've been looking for him in a nature preserve. Being innocent and believing you're innocent, believing you've done nothing wrong, coming forward, speaking out, and saying that you've done nothing wrong and feeling that you have nothing to hide can actually be quite dangerous and stupid. It can be. Again, in this circumstance of what we know so far in this Gabby Petito case, we don't know what transpired. We don't know what happened. It looks like he could be guilty. And if he believes he is innocent, and even if he doesn't believe he's innocent... He, has an, he absolutely has the right in our legal system to a free and fair trial, and he has no requirement to cooperate in any prosecution against him. So, look, these are, these are enshrined beliefs in the core of our Bill of Rights, the Fourth Amendment, the Fifth Amendment, the Sixth Amendment. Fourth Amendment is regarding search and seizure, generally speaking. Fifth Amendment is your freedom to not incriminate yourself, your, your freedom to require a grand jury to indict you, among other things, and also for the government not to take your stuff. And the Sixth Amendment says you have a right to a speedy and fair trial and to confront your, your, the witnesses against you and the right to a counsel in a criminal trial. The area where Gabby Petito's remains were found is a crime scene. And the FBI, the police, it's in full effect, the investigation. What would they have to find to take Brian Laundry from a person of interest to a suspect? Likely, they would be looking for foul play indications, something that showed that she didn't die of natural causes, or she didn't die of you know, an accidental fall down a ravine type situation, they will be looking for 
fingerprints, for indication of, you know, murder, essentially. Or even, but remember, there could also be a situation here where it could be manslaughter. Maybe he didn't mean to kill her. Maybe it was an accidental, they had another one of their fights like we saw from that police video. Actually, that body cam video was really, really interesting. And we'll put a link in the, in the show notes for you to be able to go watch it. Because the police, first off, should be commended in this situation. They handled themselves extremely well after all the videos we've seen over the last year plus of police officers not handling themselves well. These police officers were commendable in their behavior. And the injuries were not to Gabby. They weren't to Gabby. They were, the injuries were to her fiance. He was the one who had his face injured. So it's possible they had another fight. It's possible he lashed out whether to protect himself or in anger. And he didn't intend to harm Gabby. So that would be manslaughter as opposed to murder where you have to have the intent, the mens rea. You meant to cause the death of another person. And so there are many variations herein where he didn't commit murder. And if that's the case, he's going to leverage his attorney and his rights to the maximum, as he should. A lot of people look at a case like this, and I think of also Casey Anthony, where when someone is missing for a period of time and you don't say anything or report it, I think a lot of people immediately go, well, you had to have done it. How, how do you not report your loved one missing right away? But that doesn't hold up in court. Why? Because there's not an affirmative duty. And, and that's why. So we have, it's a really difficult set of case law. I think there's one state so far that has passed a law, I think it's Minnesota actually, that says that you have an affirmative duty to help somebody. If you didn't cause something, you don't have an affirmative duty to intervene and help somebody. So the most egregious case is one, I think it was in Las Vegas, where a young man was in a restroom witnessed a child being brought in by somebody else that child ended up being brutally murdered there's nothing you can do against that guy for not calling the police we don't have an affirmative duty to act so in the case of the fiance he you know again if something else happened to her he doesn't necessarily have an affirmative duty however if he really did participate in something that led to manslaughter, he did have an affirmative duty to intervene and notify. In relation to a manslaughter charge, that's going to be so minor that the prosecutor is going for manslaughter. so many cases, the husband, boyfriend, fiance is the one who committed the crime. 
we don't know if Brian Laundrie is guilty, but some of his actions look suspicious at this point. How would the best attorney handle his case right now? Well, I think his attorney currently is handling it exactly the way that he should, which is you don't say anything. You don't cooperate. You don't participate. This is one of those situations where as horrible as that is to Gabby's family, and it is, there's no getting around that. It's it's horrible. I cannot imagine being her parents right now. My daughter's body has been found in Wyoming. She's been missing. Now she's dead. And the guy who was her fiance has been silent and ran off. I'd be furious, but the attorney in this situation, it's hard for me to argue with a single thing he is doing because again, there is no duty to cooperate. Absent an arrest warrant, absent subpoenas, he doesn't need to do anything. And so instead of incriminating himself, he is staying silent and apparently is off hiding somewhere is what it looks like if he's off in some nature preserve and nobody can find him. So that actually is his best bet. Now, as I also understand it, there are other circumstances that could have led to Gabby's death beyond even the the scenarios that I've thrown out so far. As I understand it, there were even other murders in the area at the time. So maybe there was actually a killer on the loose who could have potentially killed her. We don't know. And that's why Brian's attorney is taking the right approach and just staying silent. If you're in a situation and you need help with domestic violence, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. There is help available. You can also chat with them on their website at thehotline.org. Thank you for listening to Law Junkie Show. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Law Junkie Show. Please subscribe to us on YouTube at Law Junkie Show. And please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and rate and review if you have a minute. Thanks so much for listening. Disclaimer, Law Junkie Show, including its guests and hosts, are not giving out legal advice, but discussing general legal issues. Law Junkie Show does not guarantee that the legal issues discussed are fully accurate, and it's not specific to whatever legal issues you may be experiencing. None of this advice is to be acted upon in your situation. Please seek legal advice from a licensed attorney in your jurisdiction for your individual legal matter.